0: Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to finish the book of Zechariah. We're going to be in chapter 14. This is a remarkable chapter that looks forward to the coming day of the Lord, which is at the end of the current age that we were in. I can't imagine what the people who saw this or heard this prophecy way back in the Old Testament were imagining. They didn't have the information that we have. And so it would have been even more perplexing for them than it is for us when we have a lot of the blanks filled in because of what happened in the New Testament the coming of Christ, prophecies that he made, the things that he did that clarify exactly what's coming down the road. They wouldn't have had any of that. So this is perplexing to say the least. And let's start in chapter 14 verse 1. Behold, a day is coming for the Lord when the spoil taken from you will be divided in your midst. For I will gather all the nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses plundered, and the women raped. Half of the city will go out into exile, but the rest of the people shall not be cut off from the city. So this is talking about a day, probably at the end of the tribulation, where the nations, the people who are not God's people, people who have not trusted in Jesus Christ, are going to gather against the Lord and against Jerusalem and they're going to come in and plunder it and tear it up and women will be raped. It sounds like a horrific day. Verse three, then the Lord will go out and fight against those nations as when he fights on the day of battle. So it's going to be time to open a can. The Lord's going to go out and clean things up. On that day, his feet shall stand on the Mount of Olives that lies before Jerusalem on the east and the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from east to west by a wide valley so that one half of the Mount shall move northward and the other half southward. This is going to be a remarkable supernatural event. What's really important to note is you remember in Acts chapter 1 when Jesus ascended back into heaven after he lived on the earth, performed his earthly ministry, died for sin, was raised again, he ascends to heaven from the Mount of Olives. And in Acts 1 verses 10 and 11, it describes that and it says that Jesus will return just as he left. In other words, he's going to return bodily. He physically left. He's going to return physically and he's going to return from the place. That he left from, which is the Mount of Olives. This is referring to the return of Christ. On that day, his feet shall stand on the Mount of Olives. This is remarkable. And you shall, verse 5, and you shall flee to the valley of my mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach to Azale. And you shall flee as you fled from the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, the king of Judah. Then the Lord my God will come, and all the holy ones with him. On that day, there shall be no light, cold, or frost. And there shall be a unique day, which is known only to the Lord, neither day or night, but at evening time there shall be light. This is a day, who knows exactly what it's going to be like, but it's a day that is like 24 hours of twilight or something like that. And uh, just a remarkable supernatural day that only the Lord knows the details about. And it's going to be unlike any day that there's ever been. On that day, the living waters shall flow out from Jerusalem, half of them to the eastern sea and half of them to the western sea. It shall continue in summer as in winter. This is a literal river of living waters that will flow out of Jerusalem, but it's also a metaphor for the living waters that will eventually be in the new heavens and the new earth, the new Jerusalem, which are going to happen after eternity begins and after the judgment has taken place. Verse 9, and the Lord will be king over all the earth. On that day, the Lord will be one and his name 1. The whole land shall be turned into a plain from Geba to Rimmon south of Jerusalem, but Jerusalem will remain aloft on its site from the gate of Benjamin to the place of the former gate to the corner gate from the tower of Haniel to the king's winepress. And it shall be inhabited, for there shall never again be a decree of utter destruction. Jerusalem shall dwell in security. So now we're moving into the new age where Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem, will be inhabited forever with God's people, the people who trusted in Christ, who are counted as righteous because of their faith in Christ, who will live forever forever in the presence of the Lord who rules there. And this shall be the plague with which the Lord will strike all the peoples that wage war against Jerusalem. Their flesh will rot while they are still standing on their feet. Their eyes will rot in their sockets. Their tongues will rot in their mouths. And on that day, a great panic of the Lord shall fall on them so that each will seize the hand of another and the hand of the one will be raised against the hand of the other. Even Judah will fight at Jerusalem and the wealth of the surrounding nations shall be collected, gold, silver, and garments in great abundance. So in other words, the people who've been Plundered are going to be restored, and a plague like this plague shall fall on the horses, the mules, the camels, the donkeys, and whatever beasts may be in those camps. Then everyone who survives of all the nations that have come against Jerusalem shall go up year after year to worship the King, the Lord of Hosts, to keep the Feast of Booths. The Feast of Booths, of course, is a big feast of celebration that reminded the people in the Old Testament of what God did when they were in the wilderness to provide for them. The booths, of course, were the temporary tents that moved the tabernacle that they moved around in the desert with, and God's faithfulness will be on display, and there will be people from among the nations who survive, who go up and worship, because they will have turned to Christ, and they will be part of the people of God. And if any of the families of the earth do not go up to Jerusalem to worship the King of hosts, there will be no rain on them. And if the family of Egypt does not go up and present themselves, then on them there shall be no rain. There shall be a plague with which the Lord afflicts the nations that do not go up and keep the Feast of Booths. This shall be the punishment to Egypt and the punishment to all the nations that do not go up to keep the Feast of Booths. And on that day, there shall be inscribed on the bells of the horses, Holy is the Lord. And the pots in the house of the Lord shall be as the bowls before the altar. Remember, the priest had inscribed on his garments, Holy is the Lord. Only the priest could go into the Holy of Holies to represent the people before God in the tabernacle in the temple. And and those bowls were very special bowls that were consecrated. This is saying that the bells of the horses are going to say, Holy to the Lord. And the pots in the house of the Lord shall be as the bowls before the altar. In other words, everything's going to be consecrated in the way that only a few things were consecrated back in the early times of the Old Testament, because through Christ, the cleansing of Christ, these rivers of living water, everything will be clean and consecrated, forgiven, made righteous among those who trust christ and every pot in jerusalem and judah shall be holy to the lord of hosts so that all who sacrifice may come and take of them and boil the meat of the sacrifice in them and there shall no longer be a traitor in the house of the lord of hosts on that day this is going to be a remarkable day and don't let anyone tell you that god is only a god of vengeance and punishment in the old testament by the time the New Testament is over, at the end of the age, we will have seen the wrath of God poured out on people who don't trust Christ, who aren't covered by his righteousness. And this is a remarkable look at a day in the future that those of us who know him, I hope you're part of that group, will experience together, and it'll be amazing.
0: The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders' radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners.